1: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, aka Speeds, aka The Spitting Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Freestyle. I got my man Chris Bavona on the ones and twos, so hot that we sweat steam. On a Thursday here at Rockin' Riley Studio 34, we're bringing it to you live to help you win your leagues and win that cash. I want to give a shout out to my sports byline affiliates, everybody listening around the country and to the service men and women out there listening around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We got a good show for you today. As you know, I'm going team by team in the NFL giving you my preview. We are in the AFC West and we go to Oakland, the Bay Area, where we're going to be breaking down everything you need to know about the upcoming season for the 2017 Oakland Raiders. Uh, A lot of people think that it could be the Raiders time. I am also a buyer. I'll get into the details on that a little bit later on. I'm also going to talk to you about about which starters you need tonight in DFS to help you win that cash, and also we we're gonna get into uh, when we go into the Oakland Raiders why Marshawn Lynch is really I'm gonna compare him almost to like Omar or Avon Barksdale if you know about the Wire you know where I'm going about that when his return to Oakland. Also, we are still trying to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. And I'm going to tell you right now, we've been talking about this recency bias. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, that will be tested for sure tonight in the football region. But if you want to get at me this hour, you absolutely can at 844 What you could also do is go on Twitter right now, at FNTSY Radio. You could always follow me, ask me questions, vote on our polls at Spittin' Speeds. That's your boy holding you down. I take all questions. I love you guys, okay? And then also you could subscribe on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio. So many ways to get us on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, though, we're going to get into the starting pitchers tonight that you need in Major League Baseball. Madison Bumgarner is going, and he's the most expensive pitcher, but should you save a little cash when we come back we'll find out it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician right here on the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network come on back let's go
2: quarterback to receiver hookups running back depth analysis rookie values in dynasty leagues deep sleepers training camp battles these are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio check checkout for your special discount.
1: Hip-hop hooray, ho! It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my man, Chris, the Bounty Hunter Bavona. He was just bestowed a new nickname, if you remember yesterday's Fantasy Freestyle. Anytime I hear this song, though, Chris, I just get happy. I don't know what it is, but I'm, like, smiling all of a sudden. Yo, Naughty by Nature, big shout-out to them. Right here on the Fantasy Freestyles, we drop stats over beats. Let's get into Major League Baseball. Well, as I reported when I did the news read at the top of the hour, but if you, you know, if you're subscribed on iTunes or on Spotify or on iHeartRadio or anything like that where you get your podcasts, and thank you so much for doing so, subscribing, you know, this way you just set it and forget it, and you get speeds of spitting statistician every day, Monday through Friday, do me a favor, write me a review, like a five-star review, like I was your Uber driver, and I gave you the nice water, and I got you there around traffic in a great way, but in any event. We gotta get into Major League Baseball, okay? So I, as I said at the radio read at the top of the hour also, this trading deadline is really starting to heat up. Remember what I have been talking about for the last week or so, that the biggest thing to watch as per fantasy baseball, especially season long fantasy baseball, is the idea of the closer market that is very fluid, you know, when these relievers are moving and there has been another trade of a reliever. The Seattle Mariners have traded for David Phelps from Florida. Remember I told you that the Florida Marlins were Probably going to be selling off a lot of people. I even said it was connected to Loria selling the team. Well, they have gotten David Phelps. And that's like the longest flight you could possibly have in uh, American sports. You know, going from Miami to Seattle. But that is what David Phelps is doing. I think he's going to wind up setting up for the Mariners. And he's had a good... like. Two seasons in the last two years. Over over the last two years, David Phelps has a 2.69 ERA. He has an over 11K per nine Okay, and over 130 innings. And this year, he's actually throwing his fastball an uptick in velocity. He's throwing his career best 94.4 miles an hour on his average fastball. So that could be an interesting move for Seattle and signals that they are still trying to go for it, even though the Astros are light years ahead of them in the AL West. Also, we're getting news that the Milwaukee Brewers Okay, they are you know competing at the top of the NL Central. They may be buyers, which is something that most people would not have predicted at the beginning of the season. They um are reports that they are interested in Tigers ace Justin Verlander, along with Tigers closer, Justin Wilson. Remember, I told you guys yesterday that Shane Green on that team could be an interesting speculative ad because Justin Wilson could be on the move, and now there's reports that the Brewers are interested potentially in that the reliever market doesn't stop there. You go back to the Marlins, okay, A.J. Ramos, we're now hearing, I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, there's now reportedly three teams interested, more new opportunities, who will be the back end of the Marlins' bullpen for the end of the season after this fire sale is done. Addison Reed in New York with the Mets is getting a lot of interest. How might that bullpen shift? I'm also hearing the Dodgers are potentially in on Zach Britton. Okay, the stud closer in the Baltimore Orioles. And he would be coming in, you know, you got to think to, you know, set up for Kenley Jansen. How sick would the Dodgers be? Remember, the Dodgers are on a streak right now over their last like 35 games or something. Imagine if they had Britain followed by Jansen at the end of that bullpen. They, it's like an arms race right now. You saw what the Washington Nationals did getting Doolittle and Madsen from the A's. This could be the answer for the Dodgers. I'm also hearing uh, there are reports out there that the Houston Astros may look to fortify their starting rotation potentially with Sonny Gray. However, they too are considering the arms in Detroit, Justin Verlander and Justin Wilson. So who knows? And also, you can't make this up. Remember, the biggest trade or one of the big trades earlier in the week that broke while we were on the air with the Fantasy Freestyle. Uh, my boy Benny Riccardi brought it to you live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I repeated it right away. It was, we, were, we were scooping people when J.D. Martinez got traded. Well, in his first game with the Arizona Diamondbacks, he gets hit by a pitch on his wrist or hand. And it's now listed as day to day. He is not in the lineup tonight. You can't make this up. I'm sure he'll hopefully he'll be okay. Well, last night I gave you some starters. Remember I said that it was a deGrom day. There was Grinky out there at high price guys. They were both only okay, to be honest. DeGrom went six and a third, gave him only one run, struck out only three though. Grinky only went five, gave up three runs. I told you yesterday, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle every day, and 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 thanks to those of you who do, even if you download it, like, you don't even have to listen. Just download. You know what I'm saying? But for those who listen, and I I, I thoroughly appreciate it, I told you Garrett Cole last night at 8,500 against Milwaukee. I told you that Milwaukee was the team that struck out the most in the National League, and I said that Garrett Cole had good strikeout upside. What do you think Garrett Cole went out and did? He went seven innings of one-run ball, and he struck out 10 Milwaukee Brewers, that's why you got to listen to your boy Speeds the spitting Statistician. I give you what you need to win that cash. So you may ask yourself, what about tonight, Speeds? What about tonight? What do we do? What do we do? Madison Bumgarner's up at 11,200 on FanDuel. And I was listening to my guys on the DFS lineup lock show, Benny Ricciardi and Tony Sincotta. They absolutely get it done, if you know what I'm talking about, okay? And it was interesting because Tony had... Madison Bumgarner in his lineup. Benny, during the break, was looking at me like, nope, I can't do it. I can't do it like a Mike Singletary. You know, Chris, we have that Mike Singletary drop. You know, like, can't coach with him, can't win with him, can't do it. We need to revive that because that's what Benny Riccardi was talking about. That's what Benny Riccardi was talking about uh, when it comes to Madison Bumgarner. I am looking a little bit cheaper. Tonight, I'm like a New York Yankees starter Luis Severino. He's still at 9,400, but this guy has had like an 11 strikeout per nine innings over his last four starts. You know, 35 Ks in his last 26 innings pitched. Three out of his four last starts have been very good. I like Luis Severino, but if you want to go crazy, if you want to go absolutely crazy, um, I know I just mentioned how the Dodgers are something like 31-4 and four in their last 35 games. Something incredible like that. But, yo... My man Mike fulton Evage tonight is very cheap at 7,600 with only five games on the slate. And he's been also with strikeout upside recently, 32 strikeouts and 21 innings pitched. Um... And remember, he had the almost no hitter recently out there on the West Coast as well. I know it's crazy to fade the team that has won 30 of their last 34 games, but you know how I do on the fantasy freestyle. I like to fade the public. Both these guys on the DFS lineup lock show was anti Fulton but I like Fulton. I've liked him all season long. And he's come out with some gems. So if you want to really save, I'm not, you know, I understand you may have some hesitation. Against this team that has been lights out recently performing at a 900% winning percentage, but don't sleep on Mike Foltenevich. Okay, that's what I'm that's 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 kind of what I'm saying. That's kind of what I'm saying. Hey, yo, uh, bounty hunter. Remember why I mentioned that Mike Singletary? I think we got to do, as we get into football season, as we get into football season and when we come back here, we're going to start getting into the Oakland Raiders. But uh, Bounty Hunter, what I think we need to do is we need to find those. We need to find some of those uh, drops that I had. I remember we had the Herm Edwards, the Denny Greens, and all that stuff. But uh, one of the things we just mentioned, like I said, we were talking about Madison Bumgarner. We were talking about Madison Bumgarner and, you know, Tony Sinkata said that he had him in his lineup, and then that lineup he gave out. And I'm telling you, uh, Benny Ricciardi turned and looked at me, and he was like, nope, can't do it. And so it made me think of Mike Singletary. What do you got to say to that, Bounty Hunter?
0: I cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it.
1: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, Chris, what do we still what, are, what other ones do we have? What other ones do we have? Because listen, I gotta tell you the truth. You know, since we've been doing it, we've had some turnover. You know, we had the night owl helping me out. I had Donnie Burns, but Donnie Burns, shout out to Donnie Burns. I haven't spoken to him in a long time, but he's doing the days now. So now we gotta find these drops as we're going into football season, right, Chris? So what do we got? We got like the Herman Edwards, we got the Denny Green, what so else we do we got? got, got?
0: Herman Edwards, we got we got all that. We definitely have uh Dennis Green.
1: Okay. So we
0: can use him as much okay. as we want.
1: Okay. I'm going to have to start getting them involved because that Denny Green one, you know, the R, who we thought they were. We let him off the hook. That's good audio. We got Herm. We got Herm.
0: Oh, we do have Herm.
1: If we got Herm, we're going to have to, yo. All right. So when we come back, we're going to get into we're gonna get into football. I've been talking about the Oakland Raiders. We're going to have some news and notes around the NFL. And uh, we're going to keep my man Chris, the bounty hunter, Bavona, on his toes. Okay? Because I think we might need some of these as we really start to warm up for football season. If me going team by team doesn't do it, as soon as you start hearing guys like Herm Edwards and Mike Singletary, the juices will be flowing, I am sure. So that's what we're doing, yo. What up, gangsters? 50 cent, you know what it you Alright, when we come back here on the uh, you know, award-winning fantasy sports radio network, your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician, is gonna get into news and notes around the NFL. We're gonna talk a little bit about my man Le'Veon Bell and uh, and then we're also gonna get into the Oakland Raiders, all right? Dane Martinez speeds the spitting statistician. Let's go. Many fantasy football players are focusing on their upcoming drafts later this summer. But the smart fantasy owner knows there's another big draft before the one where you pick the players. The first step in building a winner for the 2017 season is to draft the best team of experts for your preseason prep. So make the right selection and pick the squad at RotoExperts.com by purchasing the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. The Roto Experts roster features FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and former Fantasy Football Writer of the Year Scott Engel, nationally acclaimed top ranker Jake Seeley, 2015 and 16 FSWA Award winners Bob. McMahon and Brandon Murchison, and many more analysis with impressive stats. They bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in season coverage that'll guide you to title glory. So pick the team to help you build the right team. Make your first important selection of the 2017 season now and get the exclusive Edge fantasy football package from rotoexperts.com. Be sure to enter promo code FREE RADIO at checkout for your discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician, with my man Chris Bavona holding (laughs) you down on a Thursday here at Studio 34, rockin' Riley's, making it pop off. Yo, I feel that nice little groove. Chris Bavona bringing it back to you, so hot that we sweat steam. All right. NFL time here on the Fantasy Freestyle, getting into the cypher. Uh, the Packers running back's coach says Jamal Williams is the guy who's going to open up camp as number two on the depth chart for Green Bay. Remember, listen, I bring this up because Jamal Williams is one of the rookies that I have been high on as a sleeper all offseason long since they drafted him. Okay? And when we talked about the Packers, I also told you I do not think Ty Montgomery really will last for all 16 games. He was there. Remember, he's a converted wide receiver, even though he did get some running running back action at Stanford where he went in college. But this is not like your prototypical NFL running back. I am high on Jamal Williams. You know what? So is my man Jake Seeley, the all-in kid, the guy who my man Corey Parsons says never gets it wrong. He is very high on Jamal Williams, thinks he might be the steal of the draft. He will start as the number two guy atop the depth chart over some other rookies and signees. So, um... I like that, okay? I like that. Remember that. Also, the Arizona Cardinals are going to bring back uh, CJ2K, Chris Johnson. He's got a one-year deal. This guy's a 32-year-old running back. He will be backing up David Johnson. Remember, there was talk about moving Andre Ellington from running back to wide receiver in Arizona. So they're backing up David Johnson, it looks like, with Chris Johnson, Just keeping the familiarity there. In Detroit, you know my man Jim Bob Cooter. Well, his quarterback, Matthew Stafford, it sounds like him and the Detroit Lions are close to an extension he is in the last year of his deal. Remember, I have mentioned a couple of times, when there's all this talk about Kirk Cousins and what might happen with him in the open market next year, imagine imagine if Matthew Stafford is on the open market next year. I don't think the Detroit Lions will ever let that happen. They are reportedly close to an extension. But remember, for teams like San Francisco, for teams like the New York Jets, who I've said that they are like searching for their quarterback, if Cousins or Stafford next year hit the open market, I would on like you know twenty twenty five million dollar kind of money that seems to be the going rate for a quarterback in the NFL. And the last piece of news that I want to tell you about, and it pertains to Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, you know, with the franchise deadline passing, and he's going to play for the twelve point one million franchise tender, I believe it is. You know, Le'Veon has been outspoken about this in a number of ways. Okay, and he came out and said, actually, um, as reported, you know, through the NFL Network, um, through one of his former teammates. That he actually thinks he should be paid at the top of the running back market, but also... As what a uh, like add on to it, like what a number two wide receiver should get. Okay, and you know he's not wrong. He was second on the Steelers last year with 616 receiving yards, and he did that in only 12 games. Remember, he was the first player in NFL history to average 100 rushing yards and fifty rush uh, fifty receiving yards per game. He led the NFL in touches per game, 28 touches a game, 157 yards per game. There's also when you talk about the NFL PA, the Players Association, there's a little bit of pressure on Le'Veon to kind of like re establish the running back market and try to actually go for every penny that he thinks he's worth. Because right now, Shady McCoy is the highest paid running back. He only makes $8 million. You know, so um, Le'Veon turned down the $12 million offer that he apparently got, said he's going to play because he wants to try and get a long-term deal where he's making upwards of around $15 million. And he's also, remember, talked about this in his rapping career as Juice. And just so you know, quick note here on the Fantasy Freestyle, this will not be the last ta- part- time In this episode, when we talk about a football player known as Juice, we'll tease that a little bit later on. But this Juice, Le'Veon Bell, um, you know, may be able to redefine what running backs should be making in this NFL. And it's really hard because it's such a war of attrition with running backs. There's no workhorses these days. And, you know, like people get hurt so quick. The average, you know, career for a running back is under three years. Okay, And also, you know, Le'Veon is no stranger to this. I mean, he's missed 17 games over the last four seasons, whether that be through injury with the knees or or suspension. You know, so it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on that. He thinks he's worth a lot and he is, but will Pittsburgh want to do it? But in any event, we move now to Oakland, okay? Because we're getting into a different team by team, and I've been talking about the AFC West. So, listen, I'm high on the Oakland Raiders. They were looking like the true threat in the AFC to the New England Patriots throne until Derek Carr Got injured bad in week 15, I believe it was 15 or 16 last year, broke his leg. He was on a, you know, an MVP caliber season, to be quite honest. He is one of these ascending quarterbacks I talk about. And this is the category I would love to have the ascending quarterback, you know, him, a guy like luck, a guy like Mariota, a guy like Jameis Winston. You know, these are the guys, Derek Carr last year, 3,937 yards, 28. Touchdowns and only six interceptions, okay? And that was in 15 games, so he would have gone over 4,000. He was quarterback nine in fantasy last year. He would have been like five or six if he played all 16 games. I like his offensive line. I like that he got beast mode behind him now, Marshawn Lynch. That'll help, you know, they're going to have to bring some men in the box to try to tackle him. That opens up windows for this game. I think the defense is improving, but I like Derek Carr. Here's the thing, though. He is one of those quarterbacks who is, you know, A lot of people have him ranked, I would say, in the top, you know, Top eight right now. And so he's one of these quarterbacks I will not have on one of my teams. Remember, I tell you that I think you need to wait on quarterback in your drafts because you can get the Rivers, the Staffords, you know, the Cousins much later. And someone is going to go up and be very high and get Derek Carr. He won't be on my team, but I think he's going to be, you know, I think the ascension continues for Derek Carr. And he really helps the Oakland Raiders become a true contender to win the AFC. And running back, we all know now Marshawn Lynch has returned to Oakland. Beast mode is back. And listen, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle last football season, I told you how much the Raiders hated Latavius Murray, how they wanted Latavius Murray to really take ownership of that job, but it never really happened. With Jalen Richard as the pass catching back, with even DeAndre Washington there, now they go in and get Marshawn Lynch, who is, I mean... The perfect between the tackles first and second down kind of back and is very passionate about this returning back to his hometown. We'll get into that a little bit later on. So I think he's a great fit. The only thing is he will come off the field, I think, in pass catching downs for Jalen Rashard. And, you know, he has been out of the game for a little while but i do think he is call him a high-end rb2 i think but i do not think he cracks the top 12 as an rb1 and he should not be drafted as such both my man the fantasy executive cory parson and speeds the spitting statistician have him ranked as rb17 i think he will be you know be helpful i think he even gets over a thousand yards i think he gets eight or more touchdowns to be quite honest he might be top 1520 but I don't think he's any higher than that. Do not draft him as your RB1, but he would be a high-end RB2. When we go to wide receiver, If you remember when I talked about the Denver Broncos, how we talked about Demarius Thomas and Manny Sanders as two incredible wideouts, well, the same can be said in Oakland, but at an even higher level based off of last year, okay? We got Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree. Amari Cooper was wideout 13 last year with 83 catches, 1,153 yards, five touchdowns, okay? But here's the funny part crabtree was one spot ahead of him at wide receiver 12 89 catches over a thousand yards and eight touchdowns and here's the interesting part he also had 13 more targets than amari cooper but right now still there's that gap i have cooper at 13 crabtree at 19 corey parson has cooper at 10 crabtree at 17 i ask you why I'm gonna tell you right now. When I was looking at my rankings, and I think about this even more than the situation in Denver, in Oakland, I'm telling you, Michael Crabtree on a week-to-week basis can outscore Amari Cooper. I know Amari Cooper is known as you know the first-round pick and the guy who could be the elite talent in the mold of like Julio Jones or what have you. But Michael Crabtree was also a stud in college. You know the rep on him is kind of bad. Remember his time in San Francisco. But Michael Crabtree, I think, is the best number two receiver in the NFL for that. Scheme. I like both of these guys, and I think Crabtree is an incredible value if you get him as your wideout, too. Here's the other thing. They, like Denver, don't really have a number three wide receiver, so you know what that means? That means my diamond in the rough for the Oakland Raiders, and people are not on this, is the newly acquired tight end. I'm talking about Jared Cook. He was on the Green Bay Packers. Remember when he came back to that offense, Aaron Rodgers loved that one. Okay. Aaron Rodgers loved Jared Cook in that, in that mold and the Green Bay Packers offense took off. Okay. So I really like, now he's moving over to Oakland. Remember they tried to have Clive Walford, Michael Rivera. I think Jared Cook sneaky. Sneaky, Because he might get the third most targets on this team. And it's a very dynamic offense. I like Jared Cook as the tight end position. All right. But um, for every, I mean, I guess, sure, you know, the, my bounty hunter's all excited about the drops, right? So Jared Cook as my sneaky, you know, when you look a little deeper, you find that diamond in the rough. Right, Chris? So uh, why don't we let him know? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. We drop stats over beats and drops that we newly have now, so I'm very excited about that. I look at the schedule for the Oakland Raiders as well. They have a very interesting schedule. They got a very interesting schedule, okay? And it's not, it's not that favorable in my opinion. Three of their last four games are on the road. A uh, couple on the on the East Coast. So with a team like Oakland, what I also look at is this flight, this travel, okay? How many times they have to go to the East Coast and who winds up having to come to the West Coast and if that works out for them or not, okay? I think it's interesting for them. They have to go at Philadelphia on Monday Night Football in Week 16. I think that could be a little bit of an issue. They go at Tennessee for week one of the season. I think that is a little bit interesting. The home opener for the Titans. And then, you know, I, I like to give a team a bump for their home opener. Then in week two they come back in a game where if they I think it would matter if they're playing against a tough opponent for their home opener, they host the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. So to me that means, you know, that's a that's a win regardless, either way. Um they do get lucky though, they host the New England Patriots after their buy for what should be a huge matchup. So I think that is very interesting. I think their defense gets better as well. I'll tell you, though, their over-under, as I have on the Twitter right now, is nine and a half. So when we come back, I'm going to let you know what I ultimately think should you go over or under with them on the Oakland Raiders. We're going to hear my man, the Bounty Hunter, thinks, and more another story on why Marshawn Lynch beast mode is truly like the new Avon Barksdale or Marlo Stanfield of Oakland and his return I we'll talk about that when we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle let's go have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand or better yet in the pocket of your khakis well check it out now you can it's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app download it now to your phone we promise no weird viruses no strange tracking things
0: just 24 hours a day 7 days a week of pure fantasy knowledge
1: dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez. They call me Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on a Thursday with my man, Chris, the bounty hunter, Bavona, making it so hot on the ones and twos that we sweat steam. We were talking about the Oakland Raiders a little bit before, and so you remember, every team that I'm doing a preview for, okay... We got a poll up on Twitter, at FNTSY Radio. You could always follow me. Get it also, at Spit and Speeds, okay? What well, we have for every team, I give you the over-under on the win total, and I tell you, uh, you know, choose between is this team a Super Bowl contender or a playoff contender, kind of a purgatory 500 team, or are they a threat to pick in the top five next year of the draft because they're going to, in essence, suck that bad. When we're talking about the Oakland Raiders, um, 54%, the The uh, preponderance of you say that they are a playoff contender. I actually think they are a Super Bowl contender if you want to know the truth. And it relies, it lies in two things. One is Derek Carr, okay? I think it really comes down to your quarterback here in the NFL. And I break down, as you know, if you listen to the fantasy freestyle all the time, I break down quarterbacks into five different groups. You are either a team that's searching for a quarterback. You know, so think about like the Browns are searching, the Jets are searching, the Bears are searching, you know, the Niners are searching or you're in a, a sunsetting quarterback, which is really, really tough, to be honest. I'm talking about teams like the Chargers, the Giants, potentially the Cardinals, you know, when you have a good quarterback, but he's on the downside of his career, that's tough to deal with. And then you have the ascending quarterbacks. OK, this is where I think Carr fits in. And these are the guys that I think are up and coming and will be running the league when Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Drew, excuse me, and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers are gone. Peyton Manning already is gone. OK, so these are the Mariotas, the Lux, the Cars, the James Winstons, the Dak Prescotts, even in my opinion, the Carson Wentz of them all. OK, and, and, and Carr is in there. And so if you show me a Pro Bowl season out of these ascending kind of quarterbacks, I'll show you a team that not only not only will make the playoffs, but is a threat for in the AFC a first-round bye, and a threat to unseat the New England Patriots. Okay, I think that about really only a few teams, only the Raiders, only maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers, and my up-and-coming champion, in my opinion, of the AFC South, who you will uh, hear about in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Hashtag exotic smash mouth, if you know what I'm talking about. But I think they are a Super Bowl contender. Here's the other thing. They also have this passion right now about this kind of window, and that's led by Marshawn Lynch because he, you know, comes back to Oakland, comes back to Oakland, his hometown, right, and really wants to get this team a championship in Oakland before they go to Las Vegas. And I mentioned before, if you're familiar with the Wire, how he's kind of doing things in the hood, like Avon Barksdale or Prop Joe used to do, you know. And here's what I'm talking about. There's a story out here that there's a kind of soul food restaurant in Oakland called Sen's Restaurant and Bar. Okay, it's around Oakland or the border with Emeryville out there in California. It's been open since 1967. Okay, the owner is a 79 year old woman named Cassie Nicholson, and she was going to retire because I mean she's 79; she's been there for 50 years. Okay, and this is a you know it's a soul food restaurant. I'm talking red beans and rice, wings, catfish, oxtail. You know, yeah, my to go on the oxtail macaroni and cheese stuff like that you know soul food marshall and lynch decided to come over and buy it not going to change the menu or anything but just to keep this institution in in town that's like yo that's the stuff that like the, you know, the hood Kingpin does for the neighborhood, okay? He's been going there since he was like eight or nine years old, okay? Um, he's also been doing things like hosting block parties now that he's back in Oakland. He's been doing things like organizing like group bike rides to, you know, ride out together with like hundreds of people. Yo, Marshawn Lynch is loving himself going back. And if he, he's going to be, I think, really a force in that locker room to have some urgency around taking that step forward. My man, I got the Bounty Hunter with me. Uh, What do you think about the Oakland Raiders this year? Do you think they really take that step, maybe get a buy, maybe challenge for the AFC? Are they a Super Bowl contender? Or do you agree with most of our voters who think they're a playoff contender, may make the playoffs but not necessarily challenge for the Super Bowl yet? What do you think, Chris?
0: Obviously, I think it – Really depends on uh, Derek Carr, especially his his, uh, his coming hand-out. back from the
1: broken leg. Absolutely yeah, coming back
0: from the broken leg, but I think that's not going to be an issue. Um, especially you know when, when it's a broken leg, th- that's very easy for most players to come. Sure,
1: back no from. problem. Yeah. Broken leg, it's easy. Sure.
0: <laughs> in this case, in, in when it comes to football players, I mean like. It's easy we to know with you. They shoot them up with that toradol. They
1: shoot him up with that toradol and those painkillers, and they get them hooked on it.
0: You mean kind of like in our uh, one of the ge- one of the movies that? We're that's
1: what we've been be talking, talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, ah. but that's that's like yo. But we've been talking about this for months on the fantasy freestyle. But yes, I agree with you. It does come down to Derek Carr. So where do you put him?
0: I'm putting them as the number two, uh, the number two seed in the AFC. Really? I think they get. I think they get the buy. I think they go to the AFC. Championship. Really? You hear it now, now from the they Bounty lose Hunter. Hunter. In the AFC Championship.
1: Um, Can I guess who you think they lose to? Yes, you can. I would guess, unfortunately, them guys up in Boston. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, we'll talk about them another time. Only when we have to, though. But check it out. That's what we give you here. So, So you think, and I agree, that you should take the over on nine and a half games as the win total for the Oakland Raiders. That's a bet right there and a way for you to win some cash. Many people also, listen, some of you guys and gals out there know that other people, are waiting still, haven't started focusing on their upcoming fantasy football drafts. But you, you know the first step to building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it. Pick the squad at RotoExperts.com and get the exclusive Edge fantasy football package. The Roto Experts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and fantasy football writer of the year Scott Angle. We have nationally acclaimed FSWA top ranker Jake Seeley. Like I said, yo, we were both high on Jamal Williams, okay? 2015 and 16 FSWA award winners like Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison. Depth upside with Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio. We bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that'll take you to the title. So get the exclusive Edge fantasy football package at rotoexperts.com now. And when you enter your promo code, free radio at checkout, you get an extra discount. Okay. And also, my man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, has the executive edge super premium package. He gives you auction values too, draft reviews, but he also, he's going to be giving you video, he gives you Snapchat. Okay. So you can get live and direct touch with the fantasy executive. And yo, he's hooking me up. He's hooking y'all. Up all the listeners of the fantasy freestyle to know and get their advice from Dane Martinez speeds the spitting statistician. We're helping you win your leagues and win that cash. If you enter the promo code Dane D-A-N-E, you get a special discount on that super premium package and honestly my man chris the reason you do this it's just like herm edwards says you do all your research you do all your extra research you listen to the fantasy freestyle you listen to the award-winning fantasy sports radio network so when it comes down to fantasy football season it's just like herm edwards told you right chris why do we do this
2: you play to win the game hello you play to win the game
1: Absolutely, You play to win the game. I think we're going to be hearing a whole lot of that over the course of the next couple of months when we get into football season. However, in the summertime, what we're doing here on Fantasy Freestyle, when we put the fun in functional sports radio, one of the things we are doing is crowning the best sports movie of all time. And Chris, I know you're the cinephile out here in the group, but one of the things we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks is how our listenership, It kind of has this recency bias. You know, we try to get a a, a wide swath, a diverse swath of movies, okay? But it seems like the recency bias is very strong, and we are testing that tonight here. In the second round, we're in the football region. We have the number two seed, Brian Song, going up against the number seven seed, Varsity Blues. First of all, thank you for the gift that you used today. It was very interesting. You're welcome. And the great part of Varsity Blues, if you remember the whipped cream bikini, you remember Billy Bob and his pig bacon. You remember, uh, you know, Moxon. You remember Skeeter and that wild scene down there. And then, you know, Skeeter? Yeah, the wide receiver. Oh, um, Tweeter. Tweeter? Was it Tweeter? tweeter. My bad, my bad. Okay, fine. Um, what I thought was going to be interesting, though, Brian's song with this recency bias, you know, we got Matt, the intern. We had in the night owl, JP, the intern. I was going to ask them. I know, you know, Chris, I was going to ask them in Brian's song. Do you think they could name the last name of the Brian that is referenced? I do you think that, do you no. think JP and, and Matt could, they could not, even if I told them that it sounded like a musical instrument?
0: I, I guarantee they would not have known who it
1: was. Interesting. So you feel strongly about this, this movie about Brian Piccolo and, um, but the recency bias is holding right now. Varsity Blues, with 75% of the vote, it looks like a two-seed may go down. And I know, Chris, that you... um You know, you thought that um, Hoop Dreams was a documentary, so you were kind of rallying and trying to motivate and lobby the people, and there was a little bit of an impact there. I know you feel strongly about this one as well. I don't know if Brian's song can come all the way back. They are down by a three-to-one ratio. But uh, what do you think about this matchup, Chris?
0: It's really unfortunate to see Brian's song could go down so in flames, really, because it's such a well-acted film from uh, James Caan as well as— Oh, what's his name? Who— uh, the one from Billy D. Williams, uh-huh. you know, the two of them were just absolutely fantastic. And it's, you know, such a it's such a great movie. Not only that, uh, the, the, the TV show Entourage uh, yep. had, had uh, coined it as the ultimate guy cry movie. But it seems like in this case, our listeners are much more about the web crying bikini than they are about, you know, honoring uh, my friend Brian Piccolo.
1: Absolutely, I agree with you, and once again, shout out to my boy Howie Balaban. Howie is always giving me some good responses, especially when it comes to the greatest of all time movie tournament, okay? He usually gives his thoughts on it, so he's out here again. He's out here again, um, and I like your accent, Chris, on that, but when we come to this, uh, some
0: whip there
1: you go. You know what he says, though, my man, Howie Balaban, I think he's riding with Varsity Blues as well, which right now, though, maybe, hey. Chris, your lobbying may you have uh, a little something to it. The varsity blues is now down a few percentage points in the votes. And thanks for everybody All out right. there voting on, uh, you know, I at FNTSY radio, at Spittin' Speeds. But uh, my man Howie Valaban, you know what he says? He says, I give it a 10! A 10! An
2: f and 10!
1: So if you know about that, you know about what he's doing. um... So, yeah, we shall see. But remember, Chris Pavona wants you to give Brian Song some love. We will see. Tomorrow, Chris, tomorrow we're going to test the recency bias again. Okay? We're going to do it in the basketball region, in another 2-7 matchup in the basketball region. The number two seed Hoosiers will be up against the number seven seed Blue Chips. How do you think that one might go?
0: Wow, that's a really tough one and I'm really not sure how much of a recency bias there can be in this you one. You think
1: Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaq and Penny Hardaway is a little too old even for listeners. You think JP and Matt. Bias, yeah. We're going to have Matt. We're going to have uh we're going to have Matt in tomorrow, right? Yes. So what we're going to need to do is we're going to need to ask Matt if he knows about Brian's Song and if he knows about Blue Chips and Hoosiers what he thinks, okay? And we're going to get that generational gap closed. He's a
0: basketball guy, so I think he knows both movies.
1: No doubt, no doubt. We shall see. Um I also told you that Le'Veon Bell was not the only juice we would be talking about. Remember also yesterday, Chris, we talked about uh, how O.J. Simpson was going to have his parole hearing t- today. We know what happened. Um, yeah, we do know what happened. And I, I got to tell you, the funny part is I this is the research I do for you guys. On the fantasy freestyle. I I I watched a little bit of this. I watched a little bit of this. I I I learned some things. I gotta tell you the truth. So he did in fact get granted parole by a unanimous four-nothing vote. Okay. Um and what I thought was interesting, the guy who was like the quote unquote victim of this robbery actually testified today on behalf of OJ, saying like they've they've made up, they were actually friends, this never would have happened, that it was just something got gone awry with these other guys that were security guards or something like that. Also, you heard that in prison, apparently O.J. has been there nine years, he never got like a write-up or a citation or anything from any of the guards, any of the wardens, anything like that, that he actually took all the classes he was supposed to, that he actually organized conflict mediation, that he also like organized um, back to services at the prison. He They call him basically the quote-unquote perfect prisoner, and that nine years was enough. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm changing my opinion on OJ. But remember, this is, this is not about the 1995 murders. This is about this this thievery of his own Heisman and stuff like that. You know, emotional plea from his daughter. It was kind of interesting. It was kind of interesting. I'm going to get your thoughts on it. We're going to check in on the scores around Major League Baseball and on the poll questions when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. But come in October, looks like the juice will be loose. Come on right back to the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, especially if you're listening live on our sports byline affiliates, Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go.
2: Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package and its power pack with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you can get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount.
1: Look-a, 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 look look look-a, look here. Look-a, he got back. You know what it is, yo. Fantasy Freestyle with your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician. Hey! You know
2: what it is.
1: Talking about that OJ, because he was the man back in the 70s, but now he's a 70-year-old man. Okay, so we'll see. And, the, you know, the terms of his parole, we were talking about that. But I also, I got breaking news right now, okay? Hugh Freeze is out. As head coach of Ole Miss, college football, and that reminds me, tomorrow I think we're going to get into a little bit of college football, a little bit. You know, my my man Joe Lisi and the Go for Two. I'm going to give you my thoughts on some of the stories in college football, and especially what some of the coaches are doing in recruitment and stuff like that, and and uh, you know, spring ball and practices. But Hugh Freeze out. As old miss head coach, that news just breaking right now. Okay. We were talking about OJ Simpson as well. I got to tell you, and I put it on Twitter earlier today, you know, the parole conditions are probably really tight. Okay. About alcohol and about being out there and associating with anybody, you know, things like that. But what I find is interesting is I think he's going to have, you know, a reality TV show by like Thanksgiving. You know, I, don't, I just don't know if it's going to be ESPN, Fox, ABC, NBC. What do you think, uh, Chris? Is it going to be NBC, ABC or uh, HBO?
0: I think it's going to end up being HBO.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I think so, too. We shall see, though. Okay, right now, though, as we close out another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle, bring it up because, you know, uh, my man... Gabe Marensey, who's up next on Red Heat and Rage, he has been talking hard about uh, this OJ trial or this OJ parole potential. Um, so I know he's all worked up about it. But right now, you guys, in the recency bias, it holds true. Varsity Blues still with over 70% of the vote. And, you know, a combined over 80% of you guys think that the Oakland Raiders will, in fact, make the playoffs. Tomorrow, you know, like I said, we're going to break down some of these other football stories. But I will give you all the starters you need in Daily Fantasy on a Friday to win that cash over the entire weekend. And we will roll on and test the recency bias one more time with another 2-7 matchup. This time in the basketball region of the greatest of all time sports movie tournament. That's what we're doing here on the Fantasy Freestyle as we roll into fantasy football season. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, the Spitting Statistician. Thank you for listening. Thank you to my man Chris, the Bounty Hunter Bavona, for getting all those drops ready and making it feel like football. Come on back tomorrow. It's your boy Dane Martinez, the Spitting Statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See you tomorrow, guys.